What's up? I'm so glad you decided to tune in to episode 31 of Entertainology. First and foremost, welcome. I'm your host, Ava Jordan, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm a teenage singer, songwriter, actress, author, podcaster, and poet. If you like what you hear, you can check me and my social media platforms out at the link in the description. Without further ado, let's get into it. creatives were constantly searching for outlets to share our craft with the world. In this increasingly technology-dependent society, social media has become a key player in building one's level of exposure. So for this episode, I thought it'd be cool to reach out to someone who's built a strong platform for herself, and certainly not overnight. On this episode, I am pleased to welcome a very special guest, Sarah Corvo. Sarah is a East Coast-based influencer who's collaborated with Victoria's Secret Pink, Coach, and more. With nearly 10,000 followers on Instagram and growing, the recent University of Florida grad has a bright future ahead. I brought her on to talk about what the future has in store and what her journey has been like thus far. Welcome! Oh my gosh, Queen, you made me sound so cool. I'm honored to be here. But you are so cool. I don't even do anything. <laughs> I can't. Oh my goodness. What a great warm welcome. Of course. So we've introduced you professionally. Why don't you give us a introduction to who you are personally outside of the work that you're clearly so passionate about? I love that you included this. I've been on podcasts before and I feel like it's so important to like make that distinction because sometimes people don't understand that not everything on social media is truly my real life. So right. like you mentioned, my name is Sarah. But a lot of people call me Sadie Back because I was born and raised in the Miami area. Um, and I love living here because I got to be in touch with a lot of my Hispanic roots. A lot of people here speak Spanish, um, are, you know, some form of Hispanic or Latino. So that's a really big part of who I am that I don't really share a lot with the internet. Other things about myself that you know, aren't so prevalent professionally is that I love to travel everywhere. Of course, there's bits and pieces of that, but that's such a huge part of my life as well. And yeah, that's, I think that those are like my two like identifying factors that I just like heavily relate to. I mean, some quick facts about me. I'm Scorpio. Yes! I love anything. Love I love anything aesthetically pleasing. Like if there's you can make anything good a photo spot if you try hard enough. And my favorite thing to do on my free time is literally hang out with my friends, no phones allowed, and just talk. I absolutely, I absolutely adore that. <laughs> and like as someone else who loves to travel and whose heritage is very important to their identity, it's so nice to like connect with someone who's also like it's different heritage but we can connect over the fact that it's such an important part to who we are but it doesn't define us and I think that's Absolutely. awesome um so before I came up with my questions for you I'm not gonna lie I went through your entire resume that you have linked in your bio and I'm like okay I know exactly what I need to ask her about so let's just hop no, right in no. wait are you a Virgo? I'm not I'm a Taurus 
So there's some Virgo in there. <laughs> but look, Taurus and Scorpio happen to be very compatible. So I have a feeling this is going to be a very fun episode. Sister signs, actually. Yes. Um. So. Let's talk about Pink. You were a featured mm-hmm. speaker at Pink Campus and a photography intern there as well for several months. Mm-hmm. Actually, seven months. Mm-hmm. What was the work experience like and what did working with that like specific, very popular brand do for your social media? Oh my gosh. So I owe Pink literally everything because when I um, started college, it was I was applying to so many different like brand ambassador programs, college rep things, like all of these like nuanced social media jobs. And they were the first person that even though my resume was not stacked at all, um, like took a chance on me and allowed me to like be the campus rep for my school. And what I loved about the program is that what they always said is that what you put in, you get out of it. And so I started to really like focus on like honestly being the best school like there's a bunch of cool little like prizes and like um, contests within the program so it's like I am going to win as many of these as I can because I know that I could like grow within the company and that's exactly what happened so I was able I've been able to um you know like try hard I went within the program so I've been able to like be a recruiter for like campus reps and like you said probably like the most and most impactful one in my career is having that photography internship experience which is like so cool because most of my work is social and having something like so creative is just something I'm so thankful for and that I'm so like proud to have on my resume and it's truly because again they just keep taking chances on me because of like how invested I am with the company but um yeah, a little bit about the work that I did as a photo intern. Like, a typical day in the life was, you know, waking up. Um, I made a lot of mood boards first thing um, on upcoming shoots. Like, for example, like, my art director would be like, we have a Valentine's Day shoot coming up. Can we put together a mood board of cops and, like, lighting direction? So it would be, like, very specific things like that. Sometimes I'd have to make mood boards on, like, trend forecasting like what they think is going to be happening in social or in styling so i would also be in charge of that and then when i was in person in new york on set um with the models i was pretty much just in charge of taking all the tiktoks so that was basically in a nutshell what i was doing i love that so what is the most valuable thing you've learned about social media so far, besides the fact that it's real to an extent? Okay, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I feel like, like I said, I've, I've talked about this before, and um, honestly, like, I did a lot of podcasting guest appearances, um, like, a year ago, like, when my TikTok really started blowing up, and this is well, the first one that I've been on in a long time. And so I think about like how I've answered this question before and how different it is from like now how I would answer it. Um, and I think the thing that I learned my, a lot about social media is that at least for me, this is going to be such a personal answer that it's like, 
it's okay to like make it fun for yourself again and I feel like I have like such a big pressure to like make money because when I started um getting like paychecks from big brands and like seeing like that they started becoming my main source of income I started getting really stressed and almost like made made myself think that like my social media presence was so fragile which it is like it could be taken away from me at any second for sure um but I let all that pressure get to me and I started making content that I felt like people wanted to see or like I knew would perform well and just recently I would say like in the past three months I truly truly like 100% have like achieved I feel like and again every single like everyone has their day but like I feel like I've gotten a good balance of finally like understanding that if I want to post every day and I'm up for it and I'm having fun cool if I want to skip a couple of days because I just like need to live my life and like I'm in this post-grad period right now I'm taking a break and like figuring out my next move like that's cool too if someone has never done this type of video style before and I want to do it because I feel connected to it, and it's not going to get any likes, like, cool, like, I can do whatever I want, because at the end of the day, it's a, I feel like social media needs to be a journey of authenticity for yourself, not a niche thing, or a numbers thing, or any sort of thing, like, it should just be an extension of your life, right, at whatever capacity that may be. Yeah, absolutely, I totally get that so yeah authenticity creativity and it's really it is about the fun because that's what makes you different from the other creators so part of being different from other creators and having people see that you're different is exposure so how big of a factor do you think social media is in exposure and why on everything like um if I'm understanding this right, like exposure in the sense of bringing you opportunities, right? And, and okay, cool. Yeah, I think it's everything. I mean, I was listening to a podcast just yesterday um, about a model that I really admire, and how he was saying that, like, when he sees like new talent getting signed to agencies, he has been picking up that a lot of these like casting directors are like, "How's your social media? Like, what's your social media like?" everyone is being encouraged to go on social media to just present themselves and their brand and their personality and I, I honestly like my social media has brought me some of my fondest like memories and opportunities and I feel like the one that off the top of my head is when I was invited to fly out to New York City tomorrow for coach which is like absolutely insane I they saw me and found me off of Instagram and TikTok and thought that I would be good for a campaign that they were running with just influencers as models. And I mean, like none of that would have not, neither that or any opportunity of the sort would have come without just exposure on the internet. So in that sense, it's not everything, but like I mentioned in in, uh, my first sentence, but it is just a huge, huge, huge part. Right. Opportunities that you can get. I definitely agree. So you mentioned coach. What has been your favorite brand collab so far, and why? Oh, oh my gosh. 
Oh my gosh. Okay, so I have, I actually have one that's upcoming that I'm like filming for right now. And I'm like, gotta show the inside scoop. So yes. I think that a big <laughs> part of my brand, I think over the past year has become my obsession with um, the Dior lip oil. I feel like every other, um, like every other uh, video, I'm like holding it or using it. Or especially on TikTok, or like talking about how much I love it, and then people be like, oh, "Don't know I'm like, "Babe, I will stand by it until the day I die." And so I got approached a week or so ago by Sephora, and they want me to use a Dior lip oil um, for a video. So it's like, oh my god, it's not Dior itself; it's like the next best thing. It's Sephora. Like, are you kidding me? It's like not even. I'm like acting like it's like. It's not Dior, like, go to Sephora and Dior, like, that's crazy, so that's, like, I'm really excited, because that's something that's, like, has to do with my personal brand, like, so to the T, that it's, like, crazy, I'm so excited. Awesome, especially because it's something that you actually use, you actually (laughs) use and appreciate the product, which I think is so, so important when you're trying to promote it, because you can tell with certain photos that it's, like, oh, they're literally doing this to get paid, but I... First of all, congratulations, that's amazing. Thank you, please. But, like, I was looking at it, like, months ago, the lip oil, because I saw it in some magazine somewhere, and then that was, like, you know, like, a month or so before I, like, found your TikTok, and, like, I've started, like, seeing more of your TikToks about the Dior lip oil, and I'm like, um, is it a sign for me to go buy it? Maybe, maybe, who knows? Right? And I'm like, I'm using my good old um in fact I'm using this lip oil from Honestly I don't even know where my lip oil's from, but I know that it's <laughs> working but it's running out. So maybe There you go, time for a refresh. Exactly. So let's go back to the resume spots that I picked out. Um <laughs> Love it. Yes. So, your degree is in advertising with a concentration mm-hmm. in event management. And I know mm-hmm. as a campus rep for Pink, you had some input on the, like, campus-related events and such. Totally. But what would your ideal job be based on the qualifications of your degree? Mm. Okay, so I'm a firm believer in that... College is very important, don't get me wrong. However, I do believe that like whatever degree you have, it doesn't necessarily have to be your future career in a special way. Um, yeah, I would just say putting one foot in front of the other and just rooting for yourself and I'm just starting. I love like, that. I hesitate so much. Like I get DMs all the time. How do I start? Go just start, you know? Just yeah. start. I actually adore that thank you so much for being here sarah thank you so much for listening and i hope you enjoyed this episode remember to tune in and follow entertainology on instagram and twitter and you can find sarah's instagram at the link in the description that's all for today ava jordan signing off like for example if um if there was a degree in social media like i would take it but like um then next best thing was advertising um at my school so i think that with my qualifications i would want to i don't really want to do influencer outreach i feel like that's what a lot of girls that 
are like in my same career path do because the thing is that I already deal with enough emails on the daily um, as the influencer. So me being on the email side as the person reaching out, girl, too many emails. But something around that realm that's similar that I want to do with the qualifications probably, I think it's cool to be a content producer. It's basically someone who like takes, makes videos, takes content on sets um, for different brands or like for a specific brand if it's like, you're just working for one company. Um, I think it would be cool to run a social media account. Maybe not necessarily like do all that back and forth with the influencers, but just like creating the feed and maybe like selecting the influencers but not really dealing with them um, right. in the situation. I think anything in that sort would make me really happy. I think that further down the line, I definitely want to do something myself, create something myself sustain perhaps myself well with my online presence but I do think that right now I'm not it's not even that I'm not at that level but I think it would be really nice to kind of like be in the industry for a little more and make connections because after all like working these traditional like nine-to-five internships and nine-to-five positions is what has gotten me in contact with so many people in the industry so many like models in the industry so many um you know, like, senior executives, oh my god, that sounds, like, so, like, (laughs) but, like, truly, like, people, like, in really high positions at really big companies, like, like, Coach, and, like, I know people from Revolve, and, like, um, people at Charlotte Tilbury, like, solely because I've worked these, like, traditional nine-to-fives, um, and I, I think there's, like, a lot of value in, like, establishing your network before you decide to go off and do your own thing, so, um, anything in that realm, is what I'm gravitating towards right now. I completely adore that answer because <laughs> what I think he touched on, which I think is something like especially amazing about taking social media as a career path, is the fact that there's traditional conventional aspects like the nine to five internships that help you get there, the traditional ways of networking in such a well, non-traditional, non-conventional field. And I think it's really cool how social media kind of has a balance. But at the same time, like, granted, the existence of social media is older than me, but it's Mm -hmm. still, it's new. And it's constantly evolving. So I think it's such a great, you're taking a traditional and at the same time, unconventional approach to something new, constantly evolving, you're constantly learning, constantly growing. And I think there's something so beautiful in that. So what is your advice for those trying to grow their social media, trying to just be this? Yes, of course. Um, I think that other than my little spiel before I'm just having fun um, and not focusing on the numbers, I would say, oh my gosh, wait, that was what I was going to say, actually. Let me think of something different so it's not like the same thing repeating over and over again. I think that, technically speaking, a lot of people like advice that gravitate towards, like, step-by-step. Um, there's no really step-by-step to starting off or like making it 
if you want in this industry. It's just starting. So if you're like, like, I don't know, like, kind of hesitant to make the first step or like, how do I even start? How do I even do? Like, what hashtag do you use? Well, get your tripod, get your iPhone, take a picture, and then go from there and start researching. It's like learning about this and getting into the industry like all of these things are not linear so you just put one foot in front of the other and you start figuring it out seeing what other people or creators in your um niche or not even in your niche that you just